0: Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.
1: I want to go Uber here for a second, okay? There was a report that um, SoftBank, uh, speaking of DD, is selling their Uber shares to cover their DD stake, okay? Here's Uber this morning, overnight.
0: This is like selling the winners to finance the losers right here. Classic yeah. you know, scenario. They were a big investor, one of the biggest, if not the biggest investor in DD. And DD going straight down and they're raising up cash. So they're selling their uh, investment or a lot of their investment in Uber too because of the DD losses. So, I mean, we're seeing... You know, Uber trade down here. I had—I don't know if we got the pricing on that yet, if we've seen the pricing go by, because that's going to impact it. But, you know, as of right now, it's down 5% because SoftBank's up in stock. Well, it was a report from the FT.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, Uber. You know, I haven't looked at Lyft for a while. I know that's not really involved here, but I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, all <laughs>
0: these stocks, let's just give Uber some perspective, too. And you know what? If you really do believe in the reopening trade here, here is a reopening stock, and Uber is a reopening stock. I know somebody is saying, well, it's a stay-at-home stock, too, because they got the Uber Eats, but it's also a reopening play. Yep. Um, this has come down significantly, $64 at the high. Now you get SoftBank dumping their stock. Are they dumping it at the low? I tend to think so. So this is a stock that I actually would be interested in buying. You're looking at the Mello Forty-three dollars and seventeen cents. I don't know where the pricing is. I don't like to come out on it because of the pricing's at 40 bucks or something crazy. I don't think it's gonna be though. Maybe it's already out there. I haven't done the homework on it. Uh, but I think that 43.17 low in May is a nice bogey area, and you're retesting that here this morning on a you know, soft bank sale, a company. Um, valuations never been great. I don't know if I'm sticking on my long-term portfolio, but as a short-term trade here, if you want to buy near the lows. You got a shot here. And I mean, if the reopening trade does fizzle out and we all go back into lockdown and this variant turns out to be something significant, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the ifs, you are know, always analyzing risk reward with if then scenarios, that's the risk. So I don't think that's going to happen. And that's why I'm looking at reopening plays. And here is an Uber, which does have a little bit of the lockdown play with the Uber Eats, but it's mostly reopening. I look kind of like it here at $43. So I like Uber today. Wow. Yeah, buying the dip. Okay, here I am. Can we talk Nicola for just a second? I Be- just wrote Uber uh, on my list. I'm not in it yet, but thinking about it.
1: I I did not see that one coming this morning. Uh, okay, Nicola, I didn't see it
0: coming until I just looked at the chart.
1: Yeah, Nicola Trevor Milton. Nicola Trevor Milton has been indicted on charges that he made false and misleading statements to investors. So there you go. Um, I don't
0: know what to say about Nicola. I, I don't know what to say about you, a lot of these. You know what? You know what?
1: Actually, the whole sector caught a bit in the last two days on, uh, I guess, the infrastructure uh, bill is is getting through the pipes in Congress it's slowly but surely. So the whole sector caught a bit, uh, you know, yesterday, the day before, or maybe just yesterday. but uh Giving it all back, man. You
0: can buy the dip on this stock if you stop yourself out at the twenty seventh low, which was July twenty seventh, and talking the thirteen oh eight. So below thirteen bucks, I would stop myself out. You're getting a retest there, so maybe it holds. And you can't just do it perfectly. I mean, maybe you got to give yourself like fifty cents, like twelve eighty yeah. or something like that, because it's like oh boom, 13.08, and then it went down to 13, and you're like, oh, I took it out, I got to get out, and then it bounces and just sold the bottom. So it's never a perfect science, but it's a rough bogey target. There should be some support at 13. We're still trading above that level here this morning. If you think the buy the dippers are going to come back in on a stock like Uber and Nikola, then maybe that's the case. I got a fruit fly flying around my face. That's why I just did that. But anyways, uh, it's $13.30 here. Um, I don't mind it here as a trade got to stop yourself out below 13 though so miriskin 30 cents to get a look to see if then you know and maybe you wait till after the open or maybe you come in on the open um i can bring up nicola actually is a new york stock exchange stock so we can get an opening indication for it well no they're not open yet so it will eventually the Disney market maker on the floor is still showing zeros so they haven't updated it yet but they will eventually update it um I think 13 – oh, no, actually, sorry, Nikola is not. Nikola is a NASDAQ stock. I don't know what I was thinking. That's yeah. why it's zeros. So at 9.28, you get the opening indication for Nikola. So we'll see what it looks at like at 9.28. Um, 9.25, you start getting the opening um, you know, imbalance coming out there. So that would be a towel for us there too. So more information coming there. But $13, big number for Nikola. Yeah, hard to emulate Elon Musk.
1: Uh, anyway, all right, let, let's do Facebook real fast. Facebook earnings last night, EPS blew it away. Of course, we knew that would happen. Right, three dollars. No and 61 cents versus a $3 and two cent estimate, uh, sales, uh, 29, a little over 29 bill versus a $27.8 billion estimate. So they beat the both numbers. Again, not a shocker. If you saw what Twitter did in Snapchat and Google, you had a you had feeling this was going to happen, uh, with regards to the, the expectations, but with regards to the reaction is a whole different story. Cause I mentioned this earlier, yeah. spent a lot of their call downplaying, expectations for the upcoming quarter saying look the growth is just there's no way we can possibly sustain the kind of growth that we just had for the last year also interestingly enough they didn't mention the metaverse a lot like 20 times during the call what the the hell
0: is the metaverse did you explain to me and I hear this word all the time but I know and I got a kind of a glimpse but seriously though did you you see the movie Ready Player One or read the book no okay either
1: it is a virtual world. Okay. As simply as it can be put, it is a virtual god, world.
0: Virtual reality, like it oh, is y- buying houses that are like for six hundred grand. So you can put on your guard, go through your mansion. I mean, oh my god! If it will, if,
1: if it will help you picture it, think something like the Matrix. If
0: this will help you a, picture it. I, I, I actually think. I hate the metaverse.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what it is, and he hates it. I
0: don't even know what it is, but I think I hate it. So, but you know what? I hated NFTs off the bat too, and then I warmed up to it. So maybe I'll warm up to the metaverse. But holy mackerel, this is just it seems crazy. Like you know, like and I guess you know, you're talking about a, a different generation. <laughs> you know, Joel and I are older. Maybe we can't appreciate this whole oh, virtual reality. But
1: you're not, you're not that much older. But I just don't get it.
0: I don't get what the whole purpose to a virtual – like, does your life suck so much that you have to, you know, go into another universe to get relief from your own crappy life? Sometimes It's I your wish... life then. Right. At sometimes, least try. Sometimes I wish I could. <laughs> you know I, I honestly do not get this metaverse stuff and i'm hearing this word everywhere and obviously you know crypto is linked to it and all this stuff and you know i'm long some ethereum because oh yeah it's the nft stuff the play but i don't get it i just don't get it sorry do you, do you get facebook stock though do you get that i get facebook stock and the stock has been cheap on a valuation level for a long time we know the stock's been growing it, 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 this is a classic example to a, a run-up. You had the classic earnings run-up here, which we talk about extracting that alpha. We're going to talk about that on the 21st as well, but in more details on how we find you know the, this alpha ahead of the earnings report. The easy money is made ahead of the reports, and they bought it up for six, seven days ahead of the report. And obviously, expectations very high coming in, and they couldn't meet those high expectations, similar to Apple. I mean, Apple was bought and sold off at that 150 level, like the Rock of Gibraltar in Apple. Um, We kissed right up there again, and we couldn't get through it. And now you're looking at a dreaded double top in Apple. So here, completely talking against my buck. But if I had Apple on for a trade, I'd be selling into rallies here right now. I've got Apple only in the long-term invest portfolio. I've had it in there for a decade. It's not going anywhere but I mean, this one fifty is a big level for it. So Facebook, same story. Good earnings, everything firing on all cylinders. But it was as good as it gets, and you know expectations were just just simply too high, and that's why we're down thirteen dollars a day. Does it bounce right back? I, I don't. I think you got to look for these are are all trading together. They always have the fang stocks, Apple. Amazon, we're going to get Amazon tonight, which is going to help dictate the movement of all these stocks as well. Microsoft sold off a little bit after its report. Four tops, call the four tops on Microsoft at 290. This is big technical resistance. So you you look like you have an Apple failure. Microsoft, you look like you could have a failure at 290. So, you know, Amazon still to be determined because we got earnings coming up along all these stocks in the long term portfolio, by the way. That's and then hard. you got Facebook, which broke out and made a new all time high yesterday, and it's coming off too. So, right now, Fang doesn't look as healthy as Fang did a week ago. All right. Uh, and and with
1: regards to the Amazon report and all these big reports, we've been restreaming them on our YouTube channel. So we've, the, the Facebook earnings call is there. The Apple call is there. The Twitter call, Tesla. All these earnings calls are on our channel. We'll be streaming the Amazon call tonight. Uh, it's I think it's scheduled for 530 Eastern time. So uh, check that out if you want to hang and listen to the first earnings call without uh, Jeff Bezos at the helm. Uh, okay, Dennis, uh, it's been great to have you back. Uh, I want to get a blueprint to be back in a second. I missed you
0: guys. I missed everyone in the chat too. Even the haters. I missed the haters too. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, all the losers and the haters. You you missed. I I miss everyone. I missed the winners. I missed the losers. I missed the haters. I missed the lovers. I missed everyone. So I missed everybody. We didn't get to all the stocks.
1: We barely got even got to the chat. We didn't get to PayPal or Lending Club. We will or, get to or,
0: or DKNG. I had all these stocks on my list. I mean, there's so many on my list, and we didn't get to any of them.
1: Hey, what well, we'll be talking about this stuff all day, though, uh, uh, through the rest of our stream uh, after this, live trading with myself and Mitch and Ryan and Zunaid. So, uh, Dennis, go enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck. I want to bring on Blue Putnam, though, because we did not even talk really about the Fed, uh, and Blue will hopefully hopefully provide some clarity as far as what exactly was said, because I'll be honest with you guys, I, I've never been good. I say this every time, I've never been good at at interpreting um, Fed speak, especially when they can't answer a question with a straight answer. So, Blue Putnam, Managing Director, Chief Economist at the CME Group, is joining me now. Blue, good morning. Am I, am I right to feel this frustration? Blue? Oh, of
2: course. You know, back yeah. in the day when Alan Greenspan was running the Fed, he had a famous quote he said, "If you think I understood what I said, I misspoke <laughs> i mean and and that's a tradition at the federal Reserve is that they they want to be data dependent they want to be flexible, and so they don't want to get they don't want to draw any lines in the sand uh, they don't if they give a direction of what they might do next, they don't want to give timing if they give timing they don't want to tell you what they want to do you know." <laughs>
1: So, okay, so all that's being said, we, we know they never really want to show their cards. What what cards did they show us yesterday?
2: Well, they did change the uh, their press release um, to put in an extra word that they want. They're going to wait to do anything until there's a sustained period. They want a long period for the recovery. But, but in the press conference, uh, Chairman Jay Powell was actually a little more clear about why they're ambiguous right now. And and it's because they have a dual mandate, low unemployment and 2% inflation. Okay. They're missing both targets, but in different directions. And that's unusual. Uh, And that, you know, that gives them a conflicted state of mind because we, we've got 6 million jobs we have not recovered from the pandemic. You know, we have another we, we've recovered. Uh, you know, we lost 21 million jobs. We got six million to go. Now, parts of the labor market are strong. You know, restaurants are hiring. They're raising salaries, but those are low-paying jobs, and they're going to take a while to come back. And then you look at inflation, the other mandate. We're at 5% inflation. We're well above the target. So the Fed's saying, "Well, wait a minute. You know, that's just temporary. We can wait a while." But you know, they got one goal where they're they're on the wrong end of the target. Uh, the unemployment says they should wait. The inflation says they should do something. You know, your your head is in the uh, freezer and your feet are in the oven, and you feel fine. No, you don't do anything. <laughs> you know, that's where we
1: at. Okay, um, I, I guess I guess that's so they change one word, and that's the word that we're going to hang our hats on here going forward. Um, yeah. Well, well, you got to,
2: you know, you got to speak the Fed's language. You know, they they have entire lists of words they use. They agonize about this stuff. I mean, I would think it's a waste of time, but that's what they do, and that's what Fed watchers have learned to do. You know,
1: well, one thing that was frustrating, um, or that jumped out to me was was during the press conference, and and, and Steve Leesman asked for uh, uh, what was what was his question? It, it was he asked uh, like for data uh, on how they would. Uh, quantify uh recovery I, or, or it wasn't recovery, but anyway, they, they Jerome Powell was like, I'm not going to give you any data on that. Uh, I, I think he was talking about re- recovery. Um, do, did any any timelines? I, I mean, change uh, on on that front, or, or or how the Fed is thinking about this, or do we have any other insights as to as far as like what where the Fed things were at?
2: no i mean there were no real changes the market slept through the press conference and everything you really didn't get all that much of a reaction but you know one of the things you really have to remember is that the fed we're seeing today that's talking about what they're going to do next year isn't the fed we're going to have next year True. uh janet yellen's uh opening on the fed hasn't been filled biden's going to fill that in the or third or fourth quarter the vice chair for supervision that's probably going to get changed Jay Powell may get reappointed. He may not. There's a camp one way or the other. Uh, we have a rotation of the regional feds as to who votes and who doesn't. Uh, so the people that are going to make the decision next year aren't the ones giving the guidance today. So you're going to be careful, you know.
1: Uh, OK, I got to ask you, Blue, about the uh, GDP uh uh, that we got uh, here this morning uh, for Q2, 6.5% GDP growth. Uh, and I saw estimates as high as 8%. Is that right? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, can you interpret this number for us? Yeah, it's a,
2: it's a disappointing. <laughs> You're exactly right. Uh, back of uh, six weeks, eight weeks, uh, first quarter, uh, many economists, myself included, were looking for a higher number. Uh, in the second quarter. I I will tell you that this number will probably be revised upward. Um, But they don't have a lot of data on, um, they get data on retail sales and the trade deficit and things like that uh, after this number is released. So this is what they call an advanced projection. Uh, But it's still uh, a little lower. Now I have to give the Atlanta Fed's uh, model credibility. It was also looking at above 8% numbers uh, of like six or eight weeks ago. And uh, they, they uh, ratcheted down to, to this number uh, in the last uh, week. So, you know, that, that the data has not come in as strong as you might have liked for the month of June. And, uh, you know, you can blame that on the lack of vaccinations. Uh, you know, as we've realized that if, if people don't get vaccinated, Uh, You know, more people are going to go to the hospital. Some people are going to die and the economy is not going to recover as fast. So it's all about the pace of vaccinations. And, you know, that uh, that's slowed down.
1: Uh, Blue, are there any numbers you're you're you have on your radar? We got the jobs number next Friday. Uh, Any big numbers that you have on your radar here that you're watching especially closely?
2: Well, you know, I try to stay away from forecasting these monthly numbers. Because well, they well,
1: not, not as far as forecasting, yeah. but just like numbers that you think are, are going to be. No, no. Yeah.
2: Uh, the, the main message I have is that the best numbers of the year are probably in the rear view mirror. Even if that six and a half percent was disappointing, the third and fourth quarters are likely to be a little slower because, you know, when you come out of a pandemic, you get a bounce. OK, we've had a bounce. And that's worth a quarter or two, and then and then you start to slow down toward the more trend growth rate, same thing with jobs the jobs number uh, for June that was released in early July, probably the best number of the year uh, and then we're going to you know we're going to still add jobs, but not at a pace uh, the same pace because the bounce is over, and uh, so you know I think we have to come to grips with we're heading toward a Toward trend and trend, you know, for the U.S. is two two and a half percent GDP. It's just gonna, it's just gonna be a slow long haul to get the last part of this back.
1: So it's basically just a, a case of, um, like you said, a, a bounce and like the amplitude is getting getting smaller, right, each time, right? And we just resume a general trend.
2: Yeah, unless something, of course, uh, disrupts that trend, and, and you know what we've learned is that the uh, the lack of, you know, there's a large minority of people that have decided not to get vaccinated. That's definitely slowing down the economy, uh, are not making it grow as fast. We're, we're growing. So I didn't say that quite right, you know, but, okay. we're growing, but not as fast as we'd like. Uh, but we don't know what that will mean. I mean, um, you know, fed chairman Powell, uh, held out the hope that the, uh, that things wouldn't be as bad related to the vaccine as some people were thinking. So he was a little more optimistic about the second half, uh, But but, you know, he phrased that in your ambiguous terms of it was it was hope it was not a forecast.
1: Yeah. All right. Blue Putnam is managing director and chief economist at the CME Group. Um, And he joins us to uh, break down uh, Fed speak and break down economic numbers periodically. Blue, Uh, pleasure to talk as always, sir. Have, Have a good one. Thank you. All right. All right, guys, it is nine ten, 10, uh, and a lot we did not cover on the show today, but that's okay because we have other shows that I'm sure we're going to talk about all this stuff on. So coming up next, we got live trading with myself, Ryan Faluna, Zunaid Suleiman, Money Mitch Hodge. Uh, We will hang out with you. Um, I think they're going to start uh, in, in a few minutes here, and we'll just go with you through the open, um, and that will be uh, a ton of fun. Um, and we're going to have a few guests join us as well. And yeah, we've gotten some great feedback. If you've not watched that, we've been trying to do more of that, um, this week, more just, uh, you know, group team-wide hangouts and trading and just doing more of a round table type thing. So, um, that's what we'll do next. We of course have Spax tax today. We've got the power hour. We got, get technical. The crypto show is back. Biotech buzz. Zinger stock trivia. Um, I have not yet decided, to be honest with you, if I'm going to do an at the close show because I have no Joel and Dennis is way too busy at that time. So I'll figure that out whether uh, what's going on at 3 uh, 30. The Benzina Cannabis Hour is going to be live at 4 o'clock today. After hours with Ryan Rose Beyond at 5. I mentioned again we're going to be streaming the Amazon earnings call at 5 30. Um, and then Chance Trades at 6 o'clock today. Uh, To wrap up the day, we'll do a Benzinga Pro webinar in the evening. Speaking of Benzinga Pro, guys, if you have not checked the platform out, I I do recommend uh, you at least try a free two-week trial, okay? Pro.Benzinga.com. Link is up on the screen there. Free two-week trial. Check it out. That's what this platform is. You've got news feeds. You've got scanners. You've got calendars. You've got chats. You can chat with our news desk right here. You can chat with other people on the platform, right there. You've got our squawk, which is probably uh, my favorite feature on the on uh, on the platform. Uh, just in terms of 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 convenience, uh, like I said, scanners across the board, uh, press releases, news items, the whole nine yards. Uh, again, free two week trial pro.bending.com. If you want more than that, you can get a discount by entering their promo code YouTube twenty. That's also up there on the screen. YouTube twenty. We'll get you 20% off any Benzinga Pro subscription. If you have any more questions about Benzinga Pro, any more questions at all, just email these guys, onboarding at benzinga.com, and they will answer your questions. And if they don't, then tell me, and I'll go bust some kneecaps, all right? But they should. They, they, they will. They're great. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a wrap for me here, uh, man. Guys, w- was it great or was it great to have Dennis back? It's it sucks that 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 Joel could not be here as well, but uh, it, it, Dennis just took a week off. He hasn't taken a week off in, in in a year and a half, so so it was great, great to have Dennis back. Um, he'll be back tomorrow, um, and we'll have the whole crew back on Monday for the first time in in, in a week and a half. Uh, but yeah, miss Dennis. Uh, I there was a. Bunch of things in chat that I saw that I wrote down or made note of that we didn't get to. Uh, the big thing that I wanted to get to, we ran out of time. Was I wanted to ask him, uh, James, your question about the the breath market breath? Um, I I saw that at the top of the hour, and and I and I wrote it down, and I will ask. We'll, we'll talk more about breath tomorrow. I think today was a, uh, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a catch up day uh, for for old Danny. So so yeah, uh, please keep on dropping those tickers in. I I do my very best to write them down, but if you uh, drop something in the chat and we didn't get to it just hop on over to our very next show which will be starting here in a few minutes uh, the stream will redirect to that and we can just answer your questions there as well uh, we do our very best to answer as many questions in the chat as we can so all of that being said please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes not for investing or trading advice uh, yeah guys smash the like button Where's my little, where's my phone little graphic? Smash the like button, right? Subscribe to Benzinga on YouTube if you haven't already. We'd appreciate that. Thanks to my guests, uh, Blue. Thanks to Peter. Thanks to all of you.
0: Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.
1: This is the story of the one.